Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There is no better group of buds for flower power than forms of the shrubby potentilla. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. Now, I've spent the last 30 or more years with school children, encouraging them to get gardening. And later on, I'll be talking to someone who spent their career doing the same. Sue Lawton runs the school's potato growing initiative. I'll be speaking to her about how spuds can help educate and develop the youth for today. My thanks to Mr Fothergill Seeds, sponsors of this podcast. I have two little bits of sad news. I was very sorry to hear that Mark Taylor, the business development manager at Kernock Plants down in Pillatum in Cornwall, uh, has died. Very young man. That was very sad. My uh, condolences to his family. And uh, Tony Hewitt, he was the founder and executive chairman of Parkwood Group. He died aged 68, just at the end of December. I mean, the Parkwood Group employs 6,000 people. Included in, in their companies are Coblins, Meredith and the Mahood Nursery business. Uh, so, yeah, it's sad to lose these great characters from our industry. Pretty well every week we uh, greet you with comments about the weather. And I suppose this week is the perfect example of how difficult it is. I mean, I had two or three days at the early part of this week where in the garden it was uh, pretty good to do some digging and pruning and tidying up, even thinking about raking the dead stuff, leaves and things off the lawn. And then up in Scotland, they had a foot of snow. So how do you give uh, advice and information to suit such a widely varying climate that we have? At schools, we have already started to make some sowings and I noticed on a tweet from the Charlton Manor School that they've got a really good crop of lettuce in their polytunnel growing. So uh, in the south of England at least, we are underway, under protection. I was very interested to read that the Woodland Trust and the Community Forest Trust plan a new forest from Liverpool to Hull, planting some 50 million trees. Now I'm all for that. The more trees we can plant, the happier I'll be. And, and I'm given to understand that the Countryside Stewardship Woodland Creation Scheme uh, is open to applications from landowners, farmers and foresters who can now apply for up to £6,800 per hectare to create new woodlands. So over the next few years, we should see quite a few trees being planted. Another report that came through was uh, an analysis of horticultural digging. Now, the Royal Horticulture Society have linked up with a university, and if I read just the beginning of the summary here, 
musculoskeletal injuries are commonly reported in workers employing in labour-intensive agricultural-type tasks. A novel method of determining joint angles, joint torques and contact forces using three-dimensional motion capture and musculoskeletal modelling was applied to the movements of a sample of workers engaged in horticultural tasks digging. Now, they tell me that uh, you need to dig in the right way not to damage your back. Well, as a 16-year-old on my first job, we spent from half a seven in the morning till five at night digging, five of us in a row. I don't remember anybody showing me the right way. You just had to get in the line and make sure you kept up with the rest. I can tell you too that after you'd spent a full working day, eight hours digging, boy, you were hungry when you got home and you slept. But uh, quite seriously, you know, we were doing it every day. We were pretty fit and uh, we knew what we were doing. I think today... Uh, a lot of us are taller and the spade handles could be lengthened with a bit of benefit. I mean, I'd much rather the RHS was spending some of its money having classes on how to dig. I had a young man who, for a project uh, at his college, I think he was an engineering student, had to design something and he designed a fork that would be much easier for people. Well, the lad had never dug. You know, when I got him onto my uh, vegetable plot with it all set up and gave him a spade and I had a spade, he needed to be shown how to do a good job. Uh, And I think it would be uh, very useful if we had a few digging classes. What I'd love to see, actually, is digging competitions. You know, farmers have their ploughing matches. Why don't gardeners have their digging matches? Anyhow, on to more practical things. It is worth getting sowing now. You know, you do need to sow some lettuce. If you sow a few seeds of Tom Thumb indoors on a windowsill, you'll have some nice young seedlings in about four or five weeks' time, and then they can go out under a cloche or into a cold frame, and you'll be cutting some really nice, fresh young lettuce by about the end of April, early May. I like to sow carrots too fairly soon into pots, get those germinated indoors and then against a south-facing wall and you can be pulling really nice young carrots. So, you know, if you're forgetting that sort of itchy green finger, why don't you make a start? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, 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 oh. 
One of the first signs of spring, as far as gardeners are concerned, are the arrival of seed potatoes in the garden centres. And I had a phone call only this week saying uh, the gardener had had their potatoes delivered mail order. It was main crop varieties and what should they do with them? And of course with the main crop the best thing is to keep them somewhere cool uh, and just bide your time. But uh, there's a fair bit of excitement going to be going on fairly soon at schools because uh, the competition to grow your own potatoes is being launched again and I'm very fortunate to have Sue Lawton with me on the phone who is, as I see it, the power behind this throne. Sue, how long have you been operating this school's potato growing competition? Uh, since around 2004, we um, launched the pilot to grow your own in 2004 to test the water. Got an amazing um, uptake straight away, and it's been going ever since. I mean, how many children do you think have been involved <laughs> growing well, potatoes? Then, I mean, it must be mil- millions, mustn't it? Because um, it, if I it, think the official figure we, we normally say is two, two million plus children have taken part over the years. But I would say now it's probably nearer to three million, that yeah. kind of figure. That have, uh, you know, have, a lot of the children that took part in the first place will have gone on to, leave, to have left school now and um, perhaps be um, buying them themselves, <laughs> growing them themselves out of school. Yeah, I mean, because it, it's quite an education for those of us involved in it to just see how little children know uh, and how excited they can be at growing these. Yeah, yeah, they're little faces. When they, they, we, we do get the children to chip their potatoes first um, by putting them in a windowsill for a couple of weeks just to harden the roots off. Because when they, once they plant them then, when they're watering, there's less chance of them overwatering and killing them while they're still fresh in the soil. Uh, but their little faces, because they plant these quite wizened potatoes with knobbly bits sticking out, and then just 14 <laughs> weeks later, they harvest what can be quite an amazing crop. So as they tip their bags out, their little faces are amazing. It, it never ceases to amuse me that the enjoyment that they get out of harvesting their potatoes. Well, can you explain to our listeners exactly what happened for those of, that don't know? I mean, the schools need to register fairly soon, don't they? That's right, yeah. Um, the project's all supported by a website, growyourownpotatoes.org.uk, um, and schools need to go onto the, on the homepage. There's a link that takes them through to the registration page, and it's just a simple form that they need to fill in with their school details, an email address so we can make, get contact with them. Um, and the closing date this year is the um, 31st of January, I think it is, this year. Um, so everybody, they've got a few weeks left. So once they've signed up, go onto a database and the kits are all sent out beginning of February. Um, each school then will get a box and in the box they'll get two um, different varieties of potatoes. So they'll get a rocket variety that the whole country grows and they've got three rocket potatoes, then they'll get another variety, depending on where they are in the country. We have ten different um, potato suppliers around the country, seed suppliers that supply ten different varieties, um, depending on what region they're in. So they'll get their two varieties, they'll get two bags to grow it in, and an instruction leaflet. Um, Then they can go onto the website and download lots of supporting materials so they've got um, other materials that they can have on there. There's even a, a time track tractor freeze that we've, we've introduced that they can download each week and add to the wall, which builds around the classroom then and then makes a nice, colourful 
a good way of tracking where they're at with the project and not to miss anything. Classrooms do have, don't they, an awful lot of stuff on walls, sort of follow, yeah, following yeah. stories through the term. But can we just go back to the yeah. varieties? I mean, that rocket is well okay. is well known, isn't it? I mean, it grows like a rocket, doesn't it? It's very it quick. It does, and the reason we keep it as well, we've done rockets since day one, since we started. The children like the name, as you say, rocket. It's a nice one. It does grow really, really fast, and it's not a very strong tasting one either. So children that, believe it or not, have not, experienced taste in potatoes um it's not one that's going to put them off it's not a strong taste it's a nice one for them to grow it grows quickly they can then harvest and taste it and it's it's a nice one to introduce them to potatoes and then having different varieties for the different regions means that if somebody is down in the southwest in cornwall where the climate is very gentle they won't really have an an advantage necessarily over somebody say in Leeds or uh, a much colder no, no. part. No, plus, no, plus as well that's why we introduced the, the local region so we have the national one and to be honest it is usually somebody further south where it's a bit warmer that wins the national prize but then they've got a chance of winning in their region where the climate is the same. So in, in schools in Scotland we've even split the Scotland into two halves um, east and west so that they have they have two different varieties that they grow in Scotland. So, you know, they they're all growing in the same temperature, so to speak. So it makes it a nice there is a chance that they can win a prize in that area. Although, you know, from a gardener's point of view, if you have yeah. chitted your tubers in the classroom and got the little green yeah. shoots and then put them into a smaller size pots and grow them on the windowsill for a few weeks, yeah. you can actually uh, catch up with anybody growing in the south can't you yeah yeah it gives them a good start that's what the chitting is it's a good idea to chit they will grow without chitting but like you say it gives them a good start and gets them well established before putting them outside in the elements obviously there's some sort of competition some of the schools can get two collections can't they so classes can compete one with another yeah, we, we changed it a couple of, last year to, um, instead of each school just being able to apply for one kit, they can now apply for four different kits for one school. It must be four different classes that have signed up. But the idea is that rather than one class growing a bag of potatoes and putting it outside and just watering it and forgetting about it, if you've got four bags growing in the school, challenge a, a, another teacher, get a bit of competition going in school. It makes a lot more noise in school about potatoes. So the rest of the school are going to get caught up in, in like the inter-school competition. That was the idea. Yeah. And then you've got as well a nice big harvest come harvest to do a potato day in school and let the whole school experience your crop that you've harvested. Well, now, when you talk about noise, you and I together have been at one or two of these harvesting <laughs> sessions. I can think yeah. of one at Capel Manor College at uh, Enfield yeah. where I think we had six schools, didn't we, all yeah. bringing their bag in. Yeah, and it's, quite, like, it's quite exciting, isn't it? They get, they get quite carried away. It's like a treasure hunt, isn't it? You it know is. what I mean? As soon as they start to pull the tops out and, and, yeah. and loosen the soil and find potatoes yeah. in, the, in the compost, I mean, the compost flies everywhere. And no, then, that's what I was just going to say. Kids like to get dirty. They like to get their hands <laughs> in there, don't they? And get, actually, it's lovely to see them. We're all stood with gloves and things on and thinking, oh, you know, I don't want to get it behind my nails. They just don't care. They just get in and there's mud flying everywhere. It's fantastic. Love it. And it helps with the education. I mean, we have several prizes. You offer a national prize and regional prizes for the heaviest yield, don't you? That's right. 
That's right. And then you, um, with Sutton Seeds, support the um, the biggest individual potato and the biggest number of potatoes in the bag, don't you? I like that. Two. I like the biggest number one because yeah. then it's, it gets the maths going, doesn't it? It does. It does. It, it's proper cross-curricular. So you can get science in there. You can get maths in there, English. Um, I'm just doing another competition for this year. Because we're not sending stickers out this year to label the bags, it's quite important that the schools label so they know what variety is growing in their bag for entering the competition. So I'm just actually working on the website at the moment, giving them some ideas of how to label. And for that, then we're going to get the schools to, once they've labelled their bag, send us in a picture of it and we'll have another prize there. So there's another way. And that way you can incorporate art even into it. They could get pebbles and decorate pebbles and put in the top with the variety on. There's all sorts of ways um, that they can get um, art into the project as well then. Well, once you get uh, teachers with a bit of imagination, it's amazing, isn't it, what they can come up? So, so yes, I've had great fun just devising the competition, let alone getting the kids doing it. It's <laughs> <laughs> and the labelling will be important because you want to know which is Rocket and which is your regional variety. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sitting here thinking, I mean, we're going to have uh, an exhibit at the Chelsea Flower Show yeah. which has things in containers... I mean, if, if a school comes up with a really good labelling system, yep. um, we could put it on yeah, show at Chelsea, I think. Wow. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, let me, that yeah. could be the prize. That could be the prize that they could win um, displaying their bag, their, their, their labelling at the Chelsea Flower Show. Who wouldn't want to be involved in that? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I need to think that through and yeah. uh, see what yeah. we can do about tickets and things. Any teacher or parent teacher or school governor or, or even site supervisor you know who's listening to this you, you know just keep in touch with us with the uh, page in the paper or or online and, and we'll we'll see if we can't fix something with that the the idea of naming plants with a stone i found very useful i mean if you plant say daffodil uh, king alfred in a clump in the garden you forget where it is and if yeah. you have a, quite a biggish smooth stone and you write on it uh, yeah. King Alfred and, and put it just alongside, it, it makes a very good label, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And great fun. My children do it. We've got stones all around our garden that they've decorated and then varnished and they, they just sit looking pretty in the garden and don't fade or anything. They're great. So they could um, do it in a, in a art classroom and then pick a winner even in the class put the, the winning two onto the bags and the others could just be scattered around if they've got a vegetable garden they, the others could be scattered around the vegetable garden i must give that some thought and, and we'll have to see if we can't push that yeah. on again yeah, yeah no, uh, I, I do find that, w that with the very large bag that you send out that takes yeah. three potatoes yeah. that it's worth folding the top down at the beginning when they're when they're planting first just fill the bag three quarters full Put the three seed potatoes with the shoot shoot pointing upwards in like a triangle shape in the bag. Just cover them loosely with soil and water them in, just slightly water them in. As the shoots start to come through the soil, put more soil on and keep banking it up until you get to the top, about an inch away from the top of the bag. And then that gives them plenty of soil to grow in and you'll get a much bigger crop. The more space they've got to grow, the more potatoes that they'll get that, that fills the space, basically. That's what they do in the fields. So you see the fields, in the, the, the rows in the fields, and they just keep banking soil up to, to get more crop in each, from each plant. Yes, what we call earthing up. 
and in the early stage, you need to be yes, just a bit careful with the watering because kids yeah. really like watering too, don't they? Give them a watering yeah. can, and my goodness, <laughs> right. that takes some watching. And, and you can right. you can check the moisture really by the weight. If yeah, the, the weight if, of the bag. Yeah, if the compost is yeah. very wet, that gets pretty well, heavy, doesn't it? We generally say that the soil itself needs to be damp, not wet. It needs to just feel damp. So you're keeping it damp all the time rather than letting it dry out and then panicking and, and flooding it with water. Just keep it a, a, a constant, you know, every other day, just put a little bit of water in just to keep it a nice a nice texture. You, you can feel it when it's right. It feels nice. Yeah. And once they've got a lot of top, when we get to the Maybank holiday, the first Maybank holiday, if, if yeah. the bags are stood out on a bit of soil or in a, tra- in a, in a big tray with some compost, uh, it helps to keep that moist for the two or three days that uh, the school is off on holiday. On holiday. That's right, that's right. And then it can, it can draw on its reserves. Yeah. And, and when's the harvest date, Sue? Harvesting this year is um, Tuesday the 12th of June, nationally. So everybody sort of harvests about the same sort of time? At the same time, yeah, that week. And it's a 14-week growing period, so they plant on the 6th of March, Tuesday the 6th of March, let their potatoes grow, look after them, sing to them, do what we've had all sorts as we've been going around to schools. We've heard some proper stories about telling stories to them, singing to them, all sorts. (laughs) Um, And then harvest in June. It's quite important as well to mention frost, because a late frost, can actually kill so it's it's a good idea to um, nominate somebody in the class as a frost watch so they can keep an eye on the weather forecast on the tv and tell them when there's going to be a frost coming up so you can either bring them in or cover them up because the frost can damage the potatoes quite badly and it'd be a shame to lose all the hard work just from one frost yeah a a lot of schools have a sort of roofed in area close to the school to give rain protection and and if the plants are really close to the wall under that protection they should be okay shouldn't they yeah absolutely absolutely but it's it's a nice thing to give somebody a job a responsibility as well to you know make make sure that they know when there's going to be a frost and yeah keep everybody informed and then when it comes to weighing what do you what do you do are we in um Pounds and ounces, or we no, 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 no. <laughs> grams, please, <laughs> grams. Um, I think children are used to weighing things in grams. I think the scales that they use in schools anyway are grams. Um, but the, the the entry form on online, there's a link from the homepage on the website that takes you straight to the entry form, um, and it's set in grams. So if you put key your weight in in grams that comes through to me and it makes it a lot easier for me when I'm finding the winners when I've not got to convert everything or move decimal points or um, you know. yeah it is a bit of a game when you've got all those regions yeah <laughs> and, and and how many schools do you think will take part well we've got 15,000 kits to go out this year so some schools will have you know two three kits so it's quite a lot of schools it's quite a lot of entries coming in from 15,000 bags which is two two bags in each one so that's 30,000 bags of potatoes growing that's a lot of potatoes around the country it is isn't it a lot of people it is. Sue, yeah. hopefully we can have another word with you when we get closer to june and and Absolutely. that harvest that's time great. and i must have yeah. another look at that to see if we can't get a, a chelsea prize for the best. I've made a note of it, Peter, so it's in the diary. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you forget. <laughs> I came across this uh, little poem, which is quite a nice tailpiece, I think. It rounds off uh, 
the opening remarks about the weather. Uh, the lovely uh, poet Pam Marden has this uh, short verse entitled The Gardener. No matter what the weather be, ain't right for that old gardener, see. He looks up at the cloudless sky and says, The ground be far too dry. Another time the ground's too wet, can't get digging out there yet. But peas and leeks and marrows grow, carrots, onions in the show, runners, greens, they're all a winner. He don't half enjoy his dinner. And for all his mumble mumble, I reckon he just likes to grumble. Thanks again to our sponsor, Mr Fothergill's Seeds and my producer, Charlie Jones. And thank you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.